Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. All right, everybody. I'm Shimon Shkuri with Ariel Property Advisors. And today we have a few members of our team in Queens talking about the Queens market. So first of all, I have Chris Afrier, Dorit Pinhas, and Alexander Tyke all of which are extensively entrenched in the Queens market and can tell us more about it. So we're talking about the first six months of 2021. And I wanted to start with you, Dorit, and talk a little bit about the volume of transactions in the development market. And what we've seen in the first six months is that the volume and the number of land trading in Queens has gone down in the first six months. What's the reason? What's happening there? So the main reason for that is the raising cost of materials and global chain uh, supply chain issues due to the pandemic. As we can see in the second half of 2020, there was about $322 million across 35 properties that traded compared to the first half of 2021 with about $184 million across 25 properties that traded. However, with affordable New York sunsetting in June 2022, there may be an increase in transactions volume in the next two quarters. I believe also the developers, as a result, they will try to complete to do development site before it will be affected. And also we have the low interest rates that may also provide incentive for more development sites to trade into the second half of 2021. So basically, COVID really affected transactions in the development market in 2020, and it's reflected in 2021 as well. Chris, we spoke before a little bit about the future of development sites or the near future, very near future. And Dorit mentioned affordable New York sunsetting and people or, or developers are trying to get in the ground sooner rather than later to make sure they get that boost in terms of taxes, property taxes. What do you see out there and how do you think development sites will fare or perform moving forward? Um, I personally believe that development sites will rebound. Ultimately, right now, development sites in Queens are going for, on average, $208 per square foot which is down from 222, which illustrates opportunity from the perspective of a developer that is bullish on the housing market in Queens in the short term and also in the long term as well. Ultimately, the rental market is improving, especially in the prime areas of Queens, such as Long Island City and Astoria. In 2020, for example, Astoria rents were going for about $30 a foot. Right now, it's going for about $42 a foot, which is almost at the pre-pandemic levels. So that's a good thing. And ultimately, there are less concessions, there are less vacancies, and on top of that, the lending market is a little bit more lenient. And I believe these factors will contribute to a strong development market moving forward. I believe that development sites that are down right now, it's it's temporary. So the fundamentals are getting stronger, you believe, moving forward, at least this year. You'll see more transactions, and I think Dorit and you, Chris, are under the same notion. And that's just one product type. What's the most transactional asset class that traded in the first six months? Alexander, you want to help us with that? Yeah, sure. So 
In the first six months of 2021, the most transactional asset was the multifamily asset class with 92 properties trading. Of the 92 properties that traded, actually 45 of those properties were five and under units, which is actually quite an interesting statistic. It's been about two years since the passage of HSTPA, and investors have now digested that information and are looking for assets that are not rent-stabilized. Even though there were a bulk of transactions that were six to nine or 10 plus, the bulk of it was under five units. And that's actually a contributing factor as to why this asset class, even though it was the most transactional, barely broke $200 million, which is translating to roughly around $2 million per property. Yeah, the smaller properties have done well throughout the city, not just in Queens, but Queens and Brooklyn are boroughs with a lot of those less than 10 unit buildings, which characterized by predominantly free market units, not necessarily 100%, but the majority is. And it's usually a class tax protected B or A. And so definitely more interest, both from individuals and institutions. And so the multifamily market has done well. And Chris, what trends should investors and owners look for in the very near future? Yeah, I mean, as previously stated, the six to nine, the popularity in the six to nine unit multifamily buildings is a trend that both owners and investors should look out for. Dollar volume for these specific properties has increased by 42% year over year. And what I've been noticing is cap rates for these kind of properties are deflating. Cap rate compression on those as well. Great. So both you and Alexander agree on the same thing. And the office market, Alexander, how is it doing? Yeah. So as everybody knows, during the pandemic, office market really took a beating. But coincidentally, the first half of 2021, even though the office market in Queens is the least transactional, the smallest sector of Queens, it actually did surprisingly well in the first six months of 2021. When you compare the entire of 2020, it only sold about $30 million worth of properties for about 12 properties. But just in the first six months, 16 properties traded for over $45 million. My idea here is that it indicates two different potential scenarios. Either the investors are trying to take advantage of any sort of distressed office assets because they have a strong feeling that the office market is going to come back stronger than ever. Another idea is that investors are looking for some conversion of these properties into some other sort of usage, either residential or another different type of commercial usage. So in general, the, the Queen's office market is much more affordable compared to when you do Manhattan or Brooklyn. So there is a, an opportunity for this to bounce back, even though I do see it maintaining its small portion percentage of the entire market, though. Great. Thank you. So very positive views moving forward. We didn't even discuss the industrial market, which is a strong market in Queen's as well. Chris, Dorit, and Alexander, do you have any parting words? of how the next few months between now and the end of the year are going to unfold for us? Alexander, you want to start? Sure, sure. I see the multifamily market continuing to perform well, especially in the five and under units, non-rent stabilized, or maybe larger, which have a primarily free market. The industrial market I see doing quite well still. There are a lot of leases being signed, a lot of properties trading. There are large swaths of uh, locations within Queens that are specific for the industrial, great for last mile logistics. As Dorit and Chris have mentioned before, the development market will probably bounce back a little bit better with the low interest rates and people trying to get in before the sunsetting of the affordable New York. Thank you. Chris, Dorit, any parting words? 
I agree with him. 100% the market will be much, much better as time will move forward. With all the asset types, like industrial, office, multifamily, especially small one, uh, six to nine, under five units, overall, it will be a much, much better market in the future. I agree as well. And um, when it comes to development sites, the cherry on top to ensure a strong recovery is either renewing affordable NY or replacing with a tax incentive that will make constructing more economically viable for developers and investors as well. Yeah, that's a very good point that you brought up, Chris. I mean, we're waiting for that to happen. We're waiting for clarity on the affordable New York, on the 421A, the sooner the better. Thank you all for this. And if you want, you can click and see our Queens report. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.